saw her. She is real. Please meet Princess Amanet. She will claim what she has been denied. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guide to Sequel Remakes. This is episode 272. I'm Marquis Mike. Ready to go? Yeah. Not me. I had to itch the inside of my foot. But I'm wearing a shoe. All right. Oh, we're yeah. good, though. It's, it won't distract me for, for the next 45 minutes. Do you ever get to itch? Like, like let's say you're, you're hanging out, watching some football. Yeah. It's a, it's a brisk fall day. Maybe mm-hmm. it's raining. You got a blanket on. You got a nice pair of like thick socks on. And you get that itch on your foot, and you're just like, I'll just hit it with my other foot. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it never, that itch keeps coming back until you get down in there and yeah. pull your sock off and really get at it. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, you may call me a madman, but I don't wear socks inside the house. Oh, I wear them now because I'm going to have shoes, but uh, I'm a flip-flop guy. I go bare feet, and then I keep my flip-flops near me, in case I need to, you know, go outside, check the mail, walk across the cool kitchen floor. But yeah, no I mean, socks. Summer, summertime, I'm cool. Um, summertime, yeah. I'm um, flip-flopping, uh, sand yeah. socks. This time of year, I'm socks on. If I gotta go outside, throw on my slippers. Uh, even in winter, yeah, keep, keep barefoot. Yeah, like, you know what? On good traction on a hardwood floor. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You get that good grip on the, with just your skin. Yeah. I don't like having cool feet. Cold feet. I like having comfortable feet. Yeah. And my feet tend to get cold. Sorry. No, it's all good. Summer, summer's cool, though. Yeah. Flip-flops, whatever. Yeah, I was going through my watching list, and I was like, oh, you know what? I left off a movie. Oh. I have to add it real fast. I guess I will jump right into it. It is, it is fall, brisk. It is rainy. What have you been watching? Okay, well, Inside Baseball, we took a week off, because you were traveling, so it's been about two weeks. Yeah, we've, we've had some time off. Yeah. Um, let's see, um, oh, this, I watched, um, Game Night. Okay, yeah. Um, fun fact. Teen Wolf 2. Teen Wolf 2. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. Jesse Plemons shows up again. Jesse Plemons. Everything I watch is Jesse Plemons in it. And I like it. And I like it. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It kind of falls apart at the end, like, I find most movies do. Yeah. Um, just... Too many endings are hard. Yeah, and in that in that case, those especially those yeah. kind of endings are hard. Um, What's the best ending? Chinatown, probably, or the game. Forget it, Jake. Michael Douglas. Chinatown. Game. If you're gonna do like, kind of like that weird double cross twist ending, the 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 game of Michael Douglas is. The Did best, we watch the game? Ever. That's not the one based off. That's not the one that's supposed to be Dial M for Murder. No, that is. Um, Perfect Murder? Perfect Murder, yeah. okay. I don't know if I've ever seen the game. It's Sean Penn? Yeah, it? Sean okay. Penn, Michael Douglas. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. That's a Fincher. Okay. David Fincher. Yep. And then at the end, he looks at the camera and goes, that's the game. That's the game. And then game over, man. Roll credits. <laughs> um, I checked out this other kind of, I think it's an indie flick yeah. um, called Into the Forest. Into the Forest. It had um, Ellen Page okay. and Evan Rachel Wood. It is a like a near future kind of post apocalyptic thing. Okay, they're living out in this house with their dad, and the premise is some something happens and everyone loses power, and it's kind of like one of these survival movies. Okay, uh, there are some extremely intense scenes. It's a great movie. Okay, yeah, I, I highly recommend it. It's kind of a post apocalyptic into the forest. Into the forest, kind of a survival kind of movie there are two very intense scenes that were extremely well acted and hard to watch mm. um, props to both Evan Rachel Wood and Ellen Page really cool movie yeah. I'd never heard of it I was just scrolling through Netflix and I was like let her rip so it's available on stream yep it's yeah. on Netflix it's great watched I, Tonya okay uh, that's a great movie that, yeah I really enjoyed that I know like Allison Janney, is it Allison Janney? Yes. Allison Janney, and I know Margot Robbie got a lot of props for that movie, mm-hmm. but the guy that played the bodyguard absolutely stole the show. And what was his name? And why he didn't get any yeah. like love from that film, I have no idea. That guy was so good. He was so good. And and 
Spitting image. Yes. He looked it was just like him. Yeah, after we got done, we went on YouTube and, and watched interviews of the actual yeah. guy. I'm like, this is amazing. Guy shows up in uh, Super Troopers or uh, Super Troopers 2 as Canadian Farva. Oh, that's him. So, huh? yeah. Okay. And then uh, fit, I finally uh, finished. And that's Do- on Hulu. Uh, people need yeah, to it is back. on Hulu. Finished The Deuce Season 2. Yep. Uh, season 2 is great. Good follow up season. I'm excited to see where they. Because they went about 10. Eight or ten years forward. For uh, time two. jump. Yep, time jump. Maybe not that long. Yeah. Um, so I'm ex- uh, I think they might hit the early '80s, maybe the um, AIDS ep- epidemic yeah. kind of era. I think they might hit that. We'll see. Cool show. I'm not watching the show, but it'd be cool. Like in season five, they jump past like where we are now. Oh. It's like seventies, eighties. You get to like the AIDS epidemic. Maybe you get to like internet. You know what that had effect, and then then it's just like twenty thirty five. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, it's a it's a it's something a, for the writers. Yeah, for those that don't know, it's basically about the sex industry yeah. in New York City starting in the sixties. Okay, um, good show. And then we dipped into another HBO show called Camping. I watched the first episode of that. Yeah, we watched the first two. Okay. Um. There's some there's some laughs. It's okay. Is what I got. Yeah, there's some laughs. Uh, I'll, I'll probably I'll try to finish pop, it out. I'll try to power through. Yeah. The second episode was about the same. Yeah. Enough laughs to keep me keep me there. Yeah. I watched camping. Uh, I I was given an edible. Like someone had given it to me. I was like, hey, try this out. But make you know. See if see if you like it. I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. So, safety in my own home, ate it. I was like, okay, this is cool. What was the what was the uh, vehicle for such? It was a gummy. Gummy, okay. Yeah, it was like a. Gummy. Was it was it a, a pot gummy or was it a CBD gummy? Oh, I don't know. It came in a bag though, like a proper store bag. Okay. I didn't read too much into it, but you know, trusted source. Yeah, so, yeah. Check it out. You know, uh, so so I did it. Did you feel like you got a little high? Yes. Okay, then it was a pot gummy. Okay, so, yeah, because I was high because... Uh, CBD gummy. I was, um... We watched camping, and I, like, I was like, this is, this is, okay, this is interesting, I like it. Uh, but then I watched, like, a NBC sitcom, ABC sitcom, and I was like, this is hilarious. <laughs> this is so sharp. Like, there are jokes on jokes on jokes. So... I don't know that's a good. I don't know that's a good call for camping. Jokes like a layer cake. Yeah, because like I watched camping, I was like, that's okay. But then I watched uh, American Housewife, and I was like, this this is genius. Like <laughs> the, the timing of these jokes are just so good. Yeah, I'll report back next week a little more. Yeah, three episodes. Yeah, a few okay. episodes. Yeah, and then I watched the episodes that are available of Room One Hundred Four. Okay, I just started season one. Okay. Great show. Yeah. It's an interesting cool. show. The the two episodes so far on se- on season two are stellar. Yeah. There's a couple episodes season one that I was just like, I, maybe I just don't get. Um, it's, a, it's an interesting show. Well, what's cool about that show, though, is like, you could watch a bummer of an episode or like, well, like, eh. And then the next one's just completely different. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's kind of a cool concept of a show. Just like, oh, different directors, different actors. It is. Yeah. Yeah. They all just share this one commonality. Uh, season two, ha- episode two has Rain Wilson. Okay. Um, probably my favorite episode of the of the show yeah. so far. But yeah, that's a that's a yeah. season one's got Vanderbeek in it somewhere. Episode two. Episode He's two. in the Pizza Boy. Yep. Which I just uh, that was. How far, I've only got two episodes in. So um, yeah. very interesting. There's some stuff. Yeah. It's cool. It's a cool show. I like it. Yeah, and that's that's about what I got. What do you got? Uh, I was able to catch a lot of movies. So I watched TV, but you know we we covered it. As Mike says, I just go. I watched that too. <laughs> uh, rented Hotel Artemis on Redbox. Jodie Foster and uh, Sterling K. Brown and Jeff Goldblum. It's the future, but a little bit in the future. Is that the hotel that is for criminals? Yeah, hotel for criminals. Okay. It was the original title. It was Hotel for Criminals. <laughs> then Hotel for Dogs came out. It <laughs> it's cool. It's fine. It's I think it's a way for it to stream on Netflix and like throw it on on a Wednesday kind of movie. It's not John Wick, but there's some John Wick-ish right. things. The preview looked like a John Wick uh, 
universe ripoff. Yeah, I think it'd like to be John Wick. Yeah. There, there's some cool things happening. There's some cool concept. There's a lot of stuff happening. Though. Okay, yeah, I was like almost too much, but uh, it's cool. It's good good home watch. Good home watcher. Yeah, good. Good. I wouldn't buy it. I mean, I bought it, but I wouldn't. Uh, you know, Sometimes it's cheaper to buy than rent it. For for the uh, well, I mean, I rented. I paid for it. I paid a dollar ninety nine red box for it. But I, I'm as my advice to the to the listener: wait for it to come on streaming. Throw it on on a Wednesday. It's fun, but it's forgettable. It's, it's not like John Wick. You're like, man, I can't wait for John Wick three. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fine. I don't think they're gonna make more of it. It had um, so Sterling K. Brown, uh, Batista is in it, but it also had uh, let me get her name. What's Batista do that I should know that he he's Guardians against yeah. Galaxy, but then was in Blade Runner twenty twenty. Right. He was in a Bond movie, and you know he's just getting out there and things. Yeah. Um, Oh, what's the lady's name? There it is. I found it. Sophia Butella is in it, who's in The Mummy. Uh, she's pretty kick-ass. Which one is she in The Mummy? She, the blonde? The, the titular mummy. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, we, I like her. Last episode, we talked about I mean, who should be in Time Cop. I'm saying Sophia Butella. Okay. She's okay. French. She can kick people. She did a lot of that in Hotel Artemis. Charlie Day is also in the movie. Yeah. Right. Not Charlie. Or not right. Streaming. <laughs> so, uh, I watched Beirut on Amazon Prime. John Hamm is in it. He's uh, like a, a negotiator uh, for like the CIA. Uh, something awful happens to him. He gets out of the business, but something pulls him back in because a buddy of his gets kidnapped by the rebels in Beirut. So he has to go back there and negotiate this guy's release. And then it kind of turns into like a I don't know like a war thriller, kind of a criminal or like a political thriller kind of thing. Okay. Uh, Cool movie. It's on Amazon Prime. I'd stream it again if Favorites. I had never saw it. Yeah, all right, all right. Uh, we'll check that one out. On, dipped into Netflix. I watched uh, "To All the Boys I've Loved." That's a Netflix original teen romantic comedy. Really good. It's solid. There, there's there's some laughs. The performance. Did really you good. have you heard about it before? Or did you were scrolling. It was one that I had heard you through heard movie podcasts okay. and like write ups. Like this is great. Like th- like this is a really strong performance. Netflix. And it was about a few of like the romantic comedies that Netflix put out, but like this one's like really strong. It's based on a book. Um, I make a, I'm making appointment television. This is a good Saturday. Pop some popcorn if you're into you want a romantic comedy. You know you don't want to think too much. To all the boys I've I've loved, it's good. Cool. Uh, went to the theater, saw Halloween. Oh yeah, uh, it's fun. It's Halloween. Cool. It, I uh, people have said it. It it probably is the best sequel. Halloween, nice. it's the best non-original Halloween. Uh, there's some cool, like, feels like the 19, like the original Halloween, but then feels modern, too. There's some there's some violence in it. I ne- I nearly got out to that, and I just ran out of energy that day. Yeah. Like, it's not great, but... But it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. That's yeah, what it's, it's a Halloween movie. Yeah, those, you know, those... That doesn't get silly. That's what I like about most slasher movies, is they are just fun. There's some jump scares. Yeah. Well, they're fun. They do. They yeah. There's they, some jump scares. They do the cool thing with like, you know, Michael Myers just appearing and then disappearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, there's some comedy in it. It was written by uh, Danny Masterson or not Danny Masterson, Danny McBride. Uh, oh really? Yeah, he wrote it. So um, with the director who directed Pineapple Express, I forget the guy's name. But, oh, cool. uh, yeah, but you know, it's scary. You know, for a slasher movie. Watched a movie, rented a red bus called Eighth Grade. It's about the eighth grade. It's really good. It's uh, it's just like a week. It's like one of those movies. Like it's not about anything other than it's just a week in this girl's life being in the eighth grade. So it's all Halloween the night before. Then I watched this. This movie gave me more anxiety. Watching this girl <laughs> trying to navigate the eighth grade. Oh man! Like she goes to a pool party and I just feel for her. Like, oh my god, I hope someone talks to her. Oh no, she's sitting alone. Like it just. Ugh. It, what like, so it was I guess successful as a movie that just gave me anxiety about like, oh kids and the social media like it's brutal. But the yeah. the, the the lead girl is really good in it. Uh, it's just like cringy, like watching her try to be popular. Uh, so tough hang. For, <laughs> it was brutal, but it, it's good. It's really good. I, I guess it's a comedy drama. It's funny, but yeah, it's mostly a drama. But yeah, just kind of like one of these small like, yeah, here's like. Four days in this girl's life. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Netflix again. Watched The Outlaw King. 
Oh, I heard man. Of this one. I started it. Okay. On immediately stopped it uh, and then watched Into the Forest. Okay. I just I'm like, I'm not ready for it tonight. Yeah. But I want to know what you think. I also started and stopped it. I started it and go, no, this needs my full attention. Because I was I started it and then like I you know it was like midday. I was like yeah, I'll start this movie, but you know I'll probably play on my phone or read a book or mm-hmm. something. Uh, but I started as like, oh, I gotta pay attention to this movie. So I stopped it and then came down in our studio, watched it on the TV. Uh, it's good. I mean, it's a medieval movie. It battle scenes are really cool. Uh, historically, I don't feel like I learned a lot. Or like, I think this movie relied on me knowing a lot about Braveheart because <laughs> it's about uh, Robert the Bruce. Who who's in Braveheart? He's, right. he's the end. He's the end scene. You know where uh, you know, he's like fight alongside me like you did William Wallace. And in this movie, they talk about William Wallace, but it's his story. And I'm like, so I had to read like Wikipedia to like get caught up because okay. so I feel like the movie kind of yada yada some stuff. That I was like, oh, they is this common knowledge? I don't know anything about the Scottish English War other than what I saw in Braveheart 23 years ago, which made me feel real old, because, like, man, that movie was 23 years ago. Still holds up. Yeah, I watched it, like, six oh, times ago. Okay. I read the Wikipedia on it. <laughs> I was like, all right. Oh, okay, this is that guy. Okay, I remember that. And yeah, okay. Like, okay, now I'm ready for you, Chris. Okay, Fine. okay. He's good in it. Um, Aaron Taylor Johnson's in it. Uh, Kick-ass. Mm-hmm. He's good. Uh, yeah, the battles are really cool. But, you know, the, it's crazy that this movie's on Netflix, because... Um, the battle's really cool. You know, they got one of those trebuchets and catapult things. And uh, I was like, this would have been cool on a big screen. Like, this would have been, like, a th- I, it would have been a fun theatrical movie, but it was fun at home, too. I was thrown for a loop. I had seen, like, commercials for it, yeah. and I, I didn't remember from the commercials seeing, like, a Netflix tag on it. And then I was like, oh, that must come out soon. And then I saw it pop up on Netflix. I'm like, oh, shit, this is a Netflix movie? Yeah. And then I started and stopped it. Yeah. So, I just uh, wasn't ready for it. Well, when you get ready, it, it, you know, you just watched Braveheart six months ago? This comes in at two hours and one minute. Shorter than Braveheart. You're yeah. not committing as much time. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a cool popcorn movie, but again, I feel like they just yada yada a lot of like, the historical stuff. So then at that, it's like, oh, this is just like Game of Thrones to me then, because I don't know. Right, it's just a medieval battle yeah, movie. Yeah, because like, well, I don't really get... Prince, Ed, you know, King Edward the first and Prince Edward the second, their relationship to Scotland, kind of thing. Maybe they put some title cards up in the beginning. I missed it. <laughs> you, you were on your phone. I was on my phone, and then I was like, "Oh, I got pause this movie." <laughs> they're talking in weird accents. I, I gotta hear what they're saying. So, and then the movie I just added because I went, uh, I, I visited some family this weekend. Was hanging out with uh, children ages uh, two. To six? Oh, God, I hope you watched Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. Did not. They did not. They were, only one movie would calm these wild children. Oh, boy. Moana. Oh! That's a fantastic movie. I've heard nothing but stellar reviews from Moana. I don't watch cartoons. Uh, I'm not going to watch this by myself. But having to watch it with children, I was like, this is funny. Like, it's really funny. Good story. There were, there were some moving things. And the songs are great. I've heard nothing Love but songs. excellent reviews for that. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Like, as an adult, I just don't get out to those movies. I don't watch those movies. Right. Um, like, when you're going to be through Netflix, but like, yeah, I'm going to watch Moana. We got the Outlaw King. Yeah, right I mean, there. I, my nieces for a while were really into the movie Sing. Yeah. I watched Sing. Just, I'm like, oh, let's see what they're up. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's actually really fun. Yeah. Or, um... I forgot the name of it. I watch it because it's got some... I read an article about it, like it pumping up guitar sales and I like playing guitar. The uh, Luchadori... Oh, uh, Coco. Co- yeah, Coco, Coco, not Luchador. Yeah, um, yeah Coco. The I fingers watched. were accurate, right? Yeah. Yeah. I and I watched... Uh, yeah, so I like watch it, check out like what the... Because like, it was supposed to be like pretty cool guitar mm-hmm. movie. And then, yeah, it did funny. Like, you're like, yeah, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. And, and then it just happens. You're like, Damn. I mean, I don't know what's so the, good. I don't know what the new Moana is. Like, whatever came out this last year that's like, oh, this is what all the kids like now. But I'm not going to watch it until another child is yeah. like, well, this is what we're watching. So, yep. I was like, well, it's this or talk to the in-laws. I guess I'm going to watch <laughs> I'm gonna watch Moana. And by then, I'm like, I'm into this. Oh, I get it. The, the, the ocean, it just speaks to you. You got to travel it. That's one that I might, I might dip 
into without needing a child. Yeah. Uh, present. I might just dip into that. Because I've heard nothing but great things about that one. Yeah. You know, it's a Disney movie, so it's about a princess on a journey discovering herself, you know? Saving the day, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I got to the end. I was actually done. Is the end? Yeah, no, I, okay, I remember the end. Yeah. Did she live? I, I, I remember I the end. See? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was what I had to add. I was like, oh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta add more wine and tell people, uh, check it out. I mean, if you got kids, definitely check it out. Although, who might, you've seen it if you have kids, apparently. I'm Every sure. kid's seen this movie. I'm sure. But if you don't, you know, I'm not going to judge you to watch Moana. Yeah. I mean, if you try to talk to me about it, I'm going to judge you. But, <laughs> you know, you see it and you just go, oh, it's on Moana, it's good. I was like, okay, good, leave it at that. Perfect. Don't try to break down plot or yeah, yeah. reminisce about scenes. Don't sing the songs to me. Oh, I got some good songs. <laughs> some of the songs are good in it. Classics? I mean, I mean, there's Lion King level. The main one, I think, is going to be on that like Lion King level, like okay. the big like. Uh, I mean, there's there's how little far Mermaid level. Go. There's Lion King, Little Mermaid, Lion King, are probably up there. Yeah, there's, there's a song with Moana, the Beast, and like not as a whole musical, but I mean, like Let It Go is like a huge hit from Frozen. I think this song from Moana is like up there with that. Where I was like, it's so catchy. Like I, can't, I found myself. The rest of the songs are fun. Uh, Jermaine Clement from uh, Fly the Concords is a character in it, and he has Love a song, yeah. and his song's very Fly the Concordy, uh, kind of like, they're like David Bowie stuff they do, it's a very good song, so, yeah, Moana, that's what I've been watching. I might watch that just on your recommendation, Mark. There, okay. <laughs> oh, you're gonna, you're like, I, I, as a mid-30-year-old man, connect with this Polynesian princess who also just has this sense of adventure that she needs fulfilled. The water, it calls to her. Yeah. You know, you're a fisherman. I feel the water, The man. water, it calls to you. I feel the water. You wish you could just not go in the water and just be at home, do your chores, rake the leaves. You can't say no to it. Weatherize your pipes. <laughs> but then there's the water, and it calls you. I do need to, I yeah. do need to put my uh, hoses away. <laughs> yeah, I gotta do that too. Oh. Uh, all right, so yeah, that's what we're watching. Now you have a new segment for the show. Yeah, you want to propose? So the idea is we would propose a movie mm-hmm. to be made as a sequel or a remake. Okay. Or and I think we can go ahead and say reimagining if you want. Yeah. Um. So I told Mark I'd go first. Yeah. And I didn't spend. I, I wish I would have spent more time on this to okay. like really suss out like a plot line. Or something. Yeah. But instead what I did is I got the movie I want to see, a, in my case, a sequel for. Okay. I have my... And then I, I kind of like my two couple main characters. Okay. All right. And, and and who I think would play those characters. Okay. Okay. So. Do I do anything? You just listen. Okay. You comment, perhaps. I can say, Give me a yay or a nay. All right. Um, so I really... So I was looking at... I decided I'm just going to look at my row of DVDs and mm. Blu-rays and see what movie... Because I was think, I was just sitting there one day just trying to do it. I'm like, I can't think of anything. So I'm like, I need to look. And so I physically looked, and it was almost instantaneous. We need a sequel to 2012's Premium Rush. Now, for those who aren't familiar with Premium Rush... Premium Rush is a movie about... New York bike messengers, in particular, what's what do they call him? Wiley Coyote or something? Joseph, call him the Coyote. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah, Jordan Joseph Levitt. Okay, Jordan. He seems like a Wiley. Joseph Gordon Levitt's character. Yeah. I think his name is Wiley. I was just trying to bring it up. Um, 2012. Mm. Bike messenger gets caught up in a criminal conspiracy yeah. type of deal. Now. The, the the director of this is David, I think it's Kep, okay. K O E P. He wrote and directed. He has he he has writing credits on um, unbelievable movies. Yeah, uh, Jurassic Park, Stir of Echoes, original Spider Man. He's got all he's got credits yeah. all over the place. I like, I know like the original Spider Man was what was it, Raimi wrote it or directed it or something. Sam Raimi directs. Um, but this guy, I mean, this guy just writes good things. But 
the one thing I noticed is none of his he doesn't he doesn't write sequels. Puts it out in the world, moves on. Doesn't write or direct sequels no. at all. So I know this is, you know, not going to happen. Filmography. Known for Jurassic Park, Stir of Echoes, Spider-Man, Mission Impossible. Uh, we'll skip Big Trouble. Uh, Ghost Town. Secret Window. Stir of Echoes. You know what else he wrote, Mark? What's that? The Mummy. No. He... That didn't go up, come up in my uh, research. Although I don't really focus on the writers. So, anyway, I would like to see... He, he directed Premium Rush. Yes, wrote and directed. It sounds like... Because that list you read off, that's a lot of non-original IP. Right. He's the adapted man. Yeah. But Premium Rush, Premium that, Rush I mean, that's his, his whole plot. Yeah. So we know it's so, in his mind. Or what is capable of coming out. I feel Premium Rush is one of the most underrated movies of the last decade. Yeah. It's it's good. It has really cool action sequences. Um, it's kind of an original concept. There's not a lot of bike movies. I mean, the dudes, they're just riding bikes like yeah. all over the goddamn place. It's awesome. It's this and that Kevin Bacon movie. Yeah. Uh, Silver... Silver Street or something. Silver Street, uh, which is terrible. Yeah. But, so I propose a sequel to Premium Rush. Let's just call it working title Premium Rush 2, T-O-O. Yeah. We get a second message. <laughs> okay, just a second, okay. But, JGL reprises yeah. his role as, yeah. as Wiley Coyote, or whatever. We get a bunch of other non, you know, non-people to play supporting cast. Yeah. And the villain, the villain in the original is Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Fantastic. Fantastic. I would like to see somebody come back into the mainstream on Premium Rush 2. Uh-huh. And that person I want to see is John Travolta as the villain. Mm. I don't know what he's the villain of. Okay. Maybe he uh, he's maybe he just like hates bikes. Is so is Wiley still a bike messenger? Yes, it okay. stays in that whole bike messenger realm, I would say. Yeah. You know? Some cool... Oh, you gotta get this... These architectural plans across town in under five minutes, yeah. or whatever. Does he own the company at least? Maybe I want to see some character growth for him. Maybe he go. Yeah, maybe he goes out on his own, yeah. starts his own firm. Yeah. And maybe that's the thing. He gets behind the desk, he gets lazy, he's not very good at riding a bike anymore. Right. And then he needs to come out from behind the desk for that big job. Oh, yeah. And Travolta is trying to get in the way. Yeah. I like what this. I like it. Think? I like it. Yeah, he gets behind the desk. He stops riding. Uh, what was his big thing was um, he rode a... Um, what kind of bike did he ride? Um, a fixie. A fixie, no brakes, right? Uh, fixie, no brakes. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, is a, kind of a misnomer because technically if you're riding a fixed speed bike... You do have brakes. It's called not pedaling. But you can't stop. You can't stop. You coast. You, well, you don't coast. You don't coast on a fixie. That's the thing. Oh. If you're we on a fixed gear bike, if your wheel is moving, your pedals are moving. Okay, so if you just if kept you your feet still, pedals, you stop. You skid. That makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, it's on the chain and if the chain. And I think they show. I think they show that in the in the movie. Oh, okay. When he, yeah. when he, like, Needs to slide around a turn or something. He locks it up. Locks it okay. Like Tokyo Drift style. So really, he just doesn't have like handbrakes. Yeah, no handbrakes. Okay. Yep, that's that's the thing. He's got no no handbrakes. Yeah, which handbrakes will get you in trouble. I like this. Starts his own firm. Maybe sells out. Gets it sponsored. But the bike company that sponsored him, they don't make fixies. So he's gone to a traditional road bike. Ooh, he's lost his. He's on a he's on a geared bike. Yeah, oh. maybe John Travolta is the president of that company, but also has evil uh, doings as well. Yeah. And it's up to JGL to to stop this. Human trafficking is usually a good one. Yeah, topical. Something like that. And Dick, this guy's written a lot of stuff. Yeah. So we get him to write it again. Yeah. We, we hell want yeah, him. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah, we do. Write and direct. Premier Rush two. Joseph Gordon Levitt. John Travolta. Pre- Premium Premier Rush two. Two. T O O. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a second. Who the other Who the other Premium Rush is? Yeah. We don't know. Who's kind of his, uh... Who's a Joseph Gordon-Levitt contemporary? He's um, kind of a unique... 
I mean, when you get a Joseph Gordon-Levitt type, you just get Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, he probably needs a co-star. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's going to be another premium rush t- as well, a two. Probably a f- he probably needs to be has need a, pr- a female co-star. Uh, Zoe Deschanel. Oh, uh, oh no, no, it's got to be Anna Kendrick. Oh yeah, that's probably a, yeah. that's probably more of a a female just going level being yeah. Anna Kendrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there it is. There it is. And we know she can do serious. You know, where you know you don't you don't know if Zoe Deschanel can do serious. What what does she do? That does she do any? She hasn't done anything serious. Well, I know there's New Girl and Hitchhiker's Guide to Galaxy. It's oh, so it is now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the only things I know her from. Elf and Yes Man, starring Jim Carrey. Oh, that's right. They're all comedies. Yeah. You know. Kendra can go ahead and do The Accountant, starring Ben Affleck. Or, uh, yeah. Up in the Up Air. Up in the Air. George Clooney. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, James all right, Hale. I like this. Oh, they re- they've been together before, 50-50. Right? Oh, I do like that movie. Yeah. Get chemistry off the charts. Getting them back together for Premium Rush 2. Yeah. Seth Rogen's in it too. Yeah. Hell Get yeah, the whole 50-50 cast. Seth Rogen pr- plays like the quirky taxi driver yeah. that they just r- happen to run into at every intersection. He's his buddy. He He's a cab driver. He wants to be in the bike messenger. Just Gordon Levin won't hire him because he's like, you're too fat. You can't. <laughs> you can't. Like, you need to drop these off in four minutes and you can't do it. Yeah. You can't get them down. Yeah. Premium Rush 2. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Premium Rush 2. That is a cool movie. Very underrated because no one's seen it. I don't know it, anybody who's seen it. Like, no one wants to talk about Premium Rush. It is a it is an underrated movie. Yeah. I think it really is. Uh, Michael Shannon is really, really excellent in that movie as as the villain. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. All right. There, there it is. There it is. I don't know how that segment came off, but I liked it. Yeah. You let us know. I like telling people what should be made. Yeah. Uh, your your thoughts of Premium Rush yeah. if, if you like this movie if you want to hear other um, I don't know fantasy scripts that we, we come up with <laughs> let us know we'll we, come up with another one we do come up with some fantasy scripts a lot yeah I'll uh, I'll, I'll prepare one for next week okay cool yeah. cool we'll mix it in this week though we didn't need it we don't need to prepare a fantasy script because I think the perfect remake came <laughs> 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 Oh no, I closed my notes. Uh, this week, Mike and I, we watched 2018's. This just came out. 17. 17. Okay, so it came out last year. Yep. yep. Okay, last there summer. it is. There's the date. 2017's The Mummy, which is um, from Universal Studios. It's been it's uh, been remade a few times. I guess, you know, the story of... of uh, uh, adventurers going to Egypt to unlock an evil priest or priestess who's been uh, mummified alive, and now they've awoken to uh, wreak havoc. First time this was made was in 1932, uh, starring Bo- uh, Boris Karloff. 1959 again, uh, they made a mummy. Uh, but I think the one that we watched for the show uh, was the more modern, the most modern mummy movie, which was uh, 19. 19- 99, okay. 1999's The Mummy, starring Brendan Fraser. Probably the most well-known. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know many people who saw the saw Boris Korloff. Uh, I have not, do, personally. Doing his, doing his mummy thing I in 1932. Yeah. I'm sure it's great, though. I hear it's great, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Universal Studios, you know, they want to hold on that mummy IP. you got to put out a mummy movie every now That's and then. Right. Uh, that movie, uh, it says, loosely adapted from the classic 1932 horror film. Um... Where over 3,000 years ago, the high priest Emotep was given an all-important assignment of preparing the recently dead for their journey to the afterlife. However, Emotep made one terrible mistake. He became smitten with Anksu Namun, the mistress of the pharaoh himself. Smitten. Yeah. That's a funny word. Um, I'm pretty sure they're banging. Yeah. <laughs> he gets buried alive. We see it in the movie. Yeah. Flash forward to not modern times. When is Mummy take place nineteen. It's like the forties, right? Oh, the Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Okay. Yeah, it's it's like the Roaring Twenties. Yeah. Okay, so it's the twenties. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it seemed very Roaring yeah. Twenty, uh, but it's set in Egypt, so you don't know. It's like, is this nineteen ninety nine? Time of antiquity. Yeah. Uh, Brendan Fraser, Rachel Weiss, uh, or Rachel Weiss, um, and a team of uh, adventurers go and they uh, dig up. They unleash the mummy and. Uh, 
A lot of CGI happens. A lot of CGI. Yeah. Was this? Uh, did you rewatch the Mummy? I did. This? Yeah, I did it watch. Was streaming I did on it. HBO. So, yeah, so go go. Uh, what did you think of rewatching the Mummy? I, I assume you've seen it before. Yes, I had seen it many times. Well, probably not many times. I. It reminded me why I. I, rem- I remember liking it. Yeah, I thought it. I think it's a charming movie. Yeah. Um, Brendan Fraser is very likable in it. I think. I loved Rachel Weiss's brother as yeah, a character. Uh, I don't know who played John him. Hanna. John Hanna plays uh, Jonathan's um, brother. I just, I yeah, I I liked it. It was it was fun. Had had good comedy, fun action. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I want to steal word from you. Uh, whimsical. It is whimsical. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it is. it's an action movie, but. It's an event, like, it's one of those, like, I don't know, it's kind of like a throwback action movie, like a fun action movie, like, yeah. you're just and, enjoying what's happening. And I, and I've mentioned this on the show before, yeah. that I absolutely love, like, Indiana Jones type of shit. Yeah, for lack, very, of a, lack of a better way to describe it, Indiana Jones shit, and it has a lot of that in it. Yeah. This could start Harrison Ford. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and technology that's 19 years old. It looks cool. It looked good. Yeah. It looked good. The, the, the sandstorm and, uh, yeah. Yeah, the face in the sand. The face in the sand. The, and the beetle things look yeah. good. Uh, yeah. Fun movie. It spawned two more sequels. The Mummy Returns. Uh, the Mummy 3. The Dragon. Scorpion Tomb King? of the Dragon Emperor. And then the Scorpion King, which was a spinoff. Oh, man. I may not have seen. I think I, I know I've seen Mummy Returns. I never saw the third one. I guess I didn't see the third yeah, one. Yeah, the, the or the, the Scorpion King, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, and then the Scorpion King. Okay. Uh, open June first. It uh, opened number one that uh, that week, beating Entrapment, The Matrix, Life, and Election. All uh, not premiering that week. So people were it would ready. Have been hard to beat beat the Matrix. Yeah, Matrix was in it six weeks, still third on that list. And so. Entrapment, Catherine Zeta Jones was hot back then. Oh yeah. That was, yeah. Coming off of um, some other movie? I don't know. I think and that then, might have been the movie that yeah. set her to the top. And then she went on to do another movie. Yeah. A couple others after that. Yeah. Even. Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> she is, like, very popular. And now I'm having a hard time naming four Catherine Zeta-Jones movies. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a very good point. They exist, though. There you have it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, very popular movie. It was the eighth highest grossing movie of 1999 behind uh, Star Wars Episode One. Those, those number one can't be a Star Wars movie. Yeah, Star Wars movie that the first Star Wars movie in you know 25 years or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Even so, though it sucks, you can't beat it. Yeah, very successful. Spawn three sequels and then a spit or yeah three sequels. Uh, and now flash forward 2017. Universal Studios, they say, let's do it one more time. We've got to keep the IP. Yep. <laughs> the Mummy, starring this time Tom Cruise, the Brendan Fraser of 2017. <laughs> Russell Crowe, Annabelle Wallace, Sophia Boutella, uh, Jake Johnson, they kind of ran out the cast. Uh, in this movie, a soldier of fortune, Nick Morton, accidentally discovers the tomb of a female pharaoh of ancient Egypt named Amanet. So almost like Emotep. Uh, during a firefight in the Middle East, but when he and his British Egyptolo- Egyptologist uh, tried to excavate the findings, they resurrect Amatet emerges from her sarcophagus with a plot to enslave humanity. Uh, was this your first time watching The Mummy? Yes. Yeah, and you are, uh, you're a crucifile. I'm a fanboy. You love, you love a Tom Cruise movie. I do. I do. But I you do. skipped The Mummy. I, I did, and I skipped it completely. Completely, ba- I don't remember what the exact number was, but I know I skipped it based on Ron Ron Tomatoes. Yeah. Would you like to venture a guess? I have it here. If I skipped it, it must have been below thirty. Fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen percent. Only thirty-five with audience too. So other crucifiles were also like, I can't hang with this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, open number two that week uh, to Wonder Woman, which was in its second week. I also feel like this had a really short theatrical run. Yeah. I just I don't feel like. I was like, oh yeah, The Mummy's coming out. That might be a fun popcorn movie. And then when I thought about it again, it was like it was out of theaters. And then it's been on HBO for a long time. And I was like, hey, there you go. There it is. <laughs> there's, there's the link. So, watch it for the first time. What would you think 
of the mummy. Honestly, I did. It was better than I thought it was gonna be yeah. to me. I did not. I went in thinking I was gonna hate it. Um, just generally, I was pleasantly surprised on how entertained I was watching it. Yeah, it's this I, movie. It relies on Tom Cruise. Yeah, and and I got my problems with it. Yeah. I don't think it lived down to the 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. I was like, it's better than that. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is one of those movies that maybe gets like... Like a 40%. But then there's just so many 40%. percent so I'm like, yeah. well, no one's... Like, I don't know anybody who's like, oh no, this is, this is fine. This is a fine movie. Like, but it's like... I mean, it's not great, but... Yeah. I, I think if Tom Cruise wasn't in this movie, it'd be really bad. Yeah. I mean, there's cool action sequences in it, but he's just so fun to watch on screen. The interesting, the the, the Tom Cruise choice is interesting yeah. in this case because, and I think part of it, he, when it starts out, he's like this black market smuggler. I didn't know what his job was. So I'm glad the description I, says soldier of fortune. Yeah, he, he used... The ability to get in and out of these yeah. situations as a military operative yeah. to steal and exploit the antiques and and, oh. and, and the relics and, and treasures of, of the lands. That was completely lost on me. Okay. I got that pretty quick. Okay, I was like, mind you, real big shootout begins, and... Maybe I kind of zone in out of the movie. Okay. So I was like, like, and then he's answering like, um, he has like a commander. So I was like, oh, he's a military guy. And then from there, then the movie is just like, yeah, him, action. And, him and Jake Johnson play like long range recon scouting troops uh, okay. that I think are supposed to be kind of like undercover. Yeah. Scouting military encampments. Right. Yeah. He's doing shady deals. He's, he's, he's saying I'm over here, but he's actually going over there, oh. stealing jewels and then sell them on the black market. Okay, I didn't get that at all. Yeah, that should be its own movie. Yeah. Well, when we do, <laughs> should they remake this movie? It's like, that sounds cool. A guy who's like, like a like a black ops, but he's like a bad guy. Right. Yeah. And that's, and that's one of my problems with the Tom Cruise casting. Yeah. Is he's not selling that dirtbagness enough. Yeah. He, he's, he's, there's, there's a point in the movie where it's like, oh, you're a good guy. I was like, yeah. Yeah, he is, right? He and and that's saved her in the play. And that's one of the major problems I had with yeah. the movie is, well, he's supposed to be a son of a bitch. Yeah, he's not coming off as a son of a bitch. He needs to. Right. Um, you know who should have started this movie? Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Hell yeah. That guy played dirtbag. Yeah. Um, but then still like a good guy. You know, because he redeems himself at the end. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And that's my and that's my thing. He just you know he does the right thing at the end. Yeah. But it was never in doubt. Yes. Right. I was just like, yeah, he's a good guy. Exactly. Yeah. They should have had, like, a... Yeah. You're right. Because now knowing what you just told me, I was like, oh, there would be a way more interesting movie. Like, maybe he had to choose between the girl and, like, this artifact, but I don't think that... Like, once the mummy comes to, now it's just a race against the mummy. Run for your life. Run for your life. Yeah. And then there's this whole secret organization that in the middle of it that takes up a good chunk of the movie. Yeah. And that... That threw me for a loop. Yeah. I had no idea that was coming. Yes. Um, I fucking loved it. Yeah, absolutely loved it. But I had no clue that. Was yeah, coming. that was a cool. The, so knowing the black, knowing that he's a, he's a smuggler, and then what happens in the middle with Russell Crowe and his organization? Uh, there are other things in this movie I would like to see. Yeah, now, this movie was supposed to start the Universal Pictures, what they called the Dark Universe. That's right. So Tom Cruise uh, at the end of the movie, uh, I guess he is the titular mummy. Yeah, you have Russell Crowe, who's in the he very early. You, you meet you. He's actually the first character you meet. Yeah, and he yeah. is. Um, he ends Doctor Jekyll. Yeah, he ends up being Doctor Jekyll and Mister yeah. Hyde. Yeah, Mister Hyde. Um, there's Mummy, and then Universal Pictures or Universal Studio has in their cast uh, the werewolf, Dracula, creature of the Black Lagoon. So and they show they have going through the secret societies yeah. like like encampment or. Fortress. They show yeah. all these cool like artifacts. Like, that's Easter eggs. Yeah. Like, Ooh, that's. I yeah. love it. 
The skull of a vampire or something. Yeah. Yeah, it was just cool as hell. So that was supposed, like, this was supposed to kind of start off, but um, this movie did not do well domestically, so I guess it's been put on hold. Because mm. uh, I hear that um, Javier Bardem was, uh, is cast as Frankenstein's monster in a planned sequel. Okay. So they feel like they were gearing up, but... Uh, it's not, man, that's... A, that, because that's too bad, because, like, that was very cool. Like, that was an interesting thing, like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. It was... I, I loved it. That And I, I think that's probably why, I, like, and maybe it's... I just, I'm into that stuff. Yeah. That secret society kind of stuff. I... I it's a hard... It's a hard egg to crack, this, like, we got these classic monsters. Yes. To get them to mesh into a, a movie... Yeah. Universe franchises, I mean, that is a where they're expected to be the heroes too, because they're the yeah. mon- like in all those movies, they're the the villains yep. of the movie. But in this one, you're, I mean, if they're gonna have a franchise around it, it's like, well, you're not gonna root for the bad guys then, right? So then, who do they fight? Yeah, I mean, I they flip it. Van Helsing's the bad guy, or, or, I mean. You know, the end of the mummy, yeah. they kind of wrap it up. He's out there searching for something. Yeah. The way to break the curse. Yeah. He's got powers now. Maybe Dracula is a villain in the yeah. movie. That's right. They don't all have to yeah. team up Avenger style. Yeah, like, or, you could just see all of them in a movie together. You know, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Frankenstein, Werewolf. Right. Yeah. Tom Cruise has to fight them all. That's right. Yeah. Well, we don't know if we'll ever get it. Because, yeah, this movie uh, had a $125 million budget. Uh, only made $80 million domestically. That's uh, rough. Foreign, though, $329 million. So it made $409 million, which is a profit, but, it, you know, it's like it's like a solo thing, right? Where it's like, oh, solo didn't do well. It's like, well, it made all the money. Yeah. But, so, right now, uh, Universal says that they've um, put on hold any future... Um, dark verse or whatever. Dark verse, yeah. Dark you, what did you think of it overall? Yeah, so I... It was better than I thought it was going to be. This would but it would have been a great theater popcorn movie. It's fun. I think Tom Cruise, not knowing the smell of it. I think, outside of maybe the Mission Impossible, like, I don't know, I, I, I always like the idea of, like, diving deeper into a character. Like, I like a character study more than just, like, kind of paint by the numbers actually, which I felt this one was. So knowing the smuggler thing, I was like, yeah. You say it, I was like, oh, yeah, that would have been great to get, like, an actual... Someone who could play, you know, a, a Harrison Ford type in Solo. Like, or yeah. a Han Solo type where it's like, oh, he's a bad guy, but he's asked to do something good. And then he struggles with it. Uh, where, like I said, I didn't get any of this from that. I was right. like, oh, it's just Tom Cruise kind of, he's in this scene. And then, nope, he's dead. Now he's, he's back alive and he's seeing the visions of Jake Johnson. And then, I mean, I feel like the mummy attacks him. He makes his way out and then immediately he's with Dr. Jekyll. Yeah. And then from there, then it's the sewer or whatever, tunnels or whatever. From there. Um, but the action, I dug. But yeah, kind of as a story, I was like, that's super like, forgettable. Like, it's not. Right. Like, yeah. knowing that they're planning this universe, I was like, I don't want to see anymore. I mean, I, I want to see just because I think it'd be cool to see, like, Harvey Bardem as Frankenstein and, I don't know, Joseph Gordon Levitt as the mo- or as the, the werewolf. I, I liked, I liked the <laughs> world, I liked the world building yeah. of it. Um, with the secret society mm-hmm. fighting these evils, I liked that, yeah. and I'd like to see more of the the Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde yeah. stuff. Um, I I like that part of it, the world building and and the. And I wish they didn't mystery. tease it so much, like an Avengers thing. The thing with the Avengers is, that, yeah, it got teased with it, but Iron Man was such a good movie. This, it's like, oh no, we're teasing a bigger thing. I was like, yeah, the movie you put out wasn't like. Super great. I was like, just do, just throw all, just be like, you, uh, dark universe. We're, we're hitting you with it. And the movie should have been about the secret society. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they, I, I, they should have been in it from the beginning. Exactly. Yeah. It should, yeah, it should have been the secret society movie and the trail we're walking down is the mummy. Yes. And then the next one is the Secret Society movie, yeah. and now we're walking down Dracula's front right. door. Yeah. Or, you know, that kind of thing. It's kind of like Dr. Jekyll is almost the star of the movie, but, like, Tom Cruise is, like, the audience out He's the one learning about this yeah. as he's tracking down the mummy because he's a smuggler. Yep. And, but, yeah, 
the majority of the movie should have been about that. And they did. They Easter egged the uh, Brandon Fraser movie, um, the book. Oh yeah, with the key lock. Yeah, that pops up briefly. I'm like, nice. Well, I was like, nice. Nah. yeah, I was like, nice drop there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they have uh, the book of the dead is in his office, uh, which is in the Mummy and the Mummy Returns. So yep. had that in trivia. Uh, you also saw the creature with the Black Lagoon's hand and a vampire skull. So yeah, that that was like the coolest thing was being in that room. Yeah. But then also like you know. Anything in the desert? desert yeah, I, I like I like any time you're, you're Tomb Raiding. Yeah. I love Tomb Raiding. So what was the good in this movie? Uh, I think we, we kind of... Been yeah, we kind of covered yeah. I think the Seer Society. I, I personally like the world world building. It's yeah. hard to say. Um, I mean, I liked Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. I just think he, he played the beginning wrong. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and I liked uh, the blonde... She's in Peaky Blinders. Yes. I think she's a really good actress. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't... I, I hate to say... I hate that I have to call her the blonde, but I I don't want to like sound like a so chauvinist asshole but I don't know her name. Annabelle Wallace. Annabelle Wallace. Yeah. Um, I... like Tom Cruise's acting choices, you know, but I, again, he didn't even make it clear to me that his character was in, was in question. Right. Uh, but... As far as being a Tom Cruise movie, I do like Tom Cruise action sequences. The plane uh, sequence, like, it's just fun. He was cool. Yeah, like, that's just cool really with, cool. like, yeah, the plane going down and putting the, you know, fighting for the parachute and all that. That was cool. Uh, the, like, chase scene was cool. Um, in the Jeep. And then yeah. that, that's when we meet, like, Dr. Jekyll's crew yeah. uh, for the first time. That was cool. I do have one thing. I just kind of so so we were supposed to do this movie last Wednesday. I saw it on a Saturday, and this time last week I go, oh shit! I need to refresh that movie because I saw it on a Saturday and I've forgotten about it. So now two weeks later, it's even worse. And that's kind of like the worst part of the movie is that it's just so forgettable. Yeah, yeah that's a good. That's a good. I just point. walk away. I was like, you, yep. You watch it. and You don't. You don't. Yep. That's why I was like, perfect. Perfect popcorn movie. It's not bad, but you're not gonna like be thinking about the mummy later, right? Because um, I'm going through my notes. The only thing I had was uh, Sophia Butella could be the new time cop. Wrote that. And cause she's the mummy, but I had just watched Hotel Artemis too. So I was like, <laughs> oh, it's that same girl. Um, the ending reminded me of The Dark Knight. Yeah. Just, just the speech over him riding in the desert. He's like, the hero we needed is the hero we want. <laughs> he is. Oh, yeah. It he is. is. The mummy. It is. It is. And they just ride the horse. That's so desert. awesome. I didn't think of that. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, and then I wrote this. Um, this movie contains the most fucked up thing I have ever seen in movie history. Do you know what scene I'm talking about? No. When he is fighting Mr. Hyde, and Mr. Hyde reaches under his ribcage, oh. it is... I've, I watched American History X. I've seen, I've seen Hostile. That was the most fucked up thing I've ever seen in movie history. It's him reaching into his... Oh, it just... It hurts me now. <laughs> yeah. It, it was... Those are my notes for the movie. That's, so... That, that is a... I mean, that's an exclamation mark. Yeah. Just like... Oh, yeah. Um, he, re- he grabs his ribs. Yeah. I think what I... My biggest complaint overall was yeah. the Jake Johnson ghostly apparition character. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the fuck was that? With bad whatever. Yeah, what the fuck was that? It didn't look good. It was so fucking yeah. shitty. Uh, when the movie started, I was like, oh, I kind of like, uh, oh, Jake Johnson's in this. I like him. I like he's tiny Tom Cruise buddy. Then he dies. I'm like, that sucks. But then, then he's just around. I was like, I don't like this. Yeah, I hated that. Yeah. Like, why? This is, there, there's got to be a better way to handle that. Yeah. Does that really get explained? He's helping the mummy. Yeah, he, he's like, he's become cursed, but, and so he's like a ser- under servitude of the mummy right. or something. But there are parts where it feels like he's helping Tom Cruise. I, I think he's, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't like know. That. And then somehow Tom Cruise, is, Tom Cruise is able to bring him back to life yeah. with his power Who, because he, at the end. Yeah. Uh, but that was stupid. We don't, we don't need this weird fucking zombie-ass character yeah. haunting. Like, yeah. Can't he just be... They just need to handle it differently. They want Jake Johnson to, to come back to life somehow. Or, I, 
maybe he's an actual ghost. Like, yeah. make him look like a ghost and not shitty-ass Halloween makeup. Yeah. I don't know. Or weird computer, whatever. He, he, he looked bad. I don't know, yeah. Or, Tom Cruise is a smuggler. Jake Johnson dies because of Tom Cruise, and now, because he's cursed, because Tom Cruise becomes cursed, he's haunted by his friend who he had killed. And then you have this... Until the end of time. Yeah. You yeah. just have this cool, like, ghost who's who's not helping Tom Cruise. He's just kind of there as maybe, like, his, like, more, like, uh, kind of, you know, angel on the shoulder. It's his moral, um fight with because he's a smuggler but here's this guy that he killed he's just like saying funny things and be like hey do the right thing yeah yeah that would have been fun but yeah I was just like I don't understand what he's even doing and then at the end oh, then towards <laughs> the end it's like oh he was like he was working for the mummy I was like that wasn't really clear though the yeah, time. yeah I should be able to go back and watch this and be like oh he was working for the mummy the whole time I was like I don't think that would happen if I watch this again yeah and then him coming back he just just, just stayed a ghost Exactly. That would be fun. I'd watch the adventures of that. This guy and his ghost friend. <laughs> yeah. um, I wrote, the action's fine, but ultimately it's just not a fun movie as like the first Mummy is. Yeah. Um, it doesn't, it has its high points, but it doesn't maintain a level yeah. like the, the, the other one did. No, I wrote, there's not like a single scene in the movie where I go, I hate that. So, it was kind of just a fun, that's why I got paint by numbers. Like, there's nothing in it I was like, oh, that was... I don't like that at all, mm-hmm. but except for that ribcage. And not that I hate the ribcage thing. It's just, it's just, it was just hardcore. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the pacing wasn't. That's one thing about that original one is, I mean, it just was like, boom, this is happening. Yeah. Then boom, then boom, then boom. It never stopped. Even when you think it's going to stop. Yeah. Like they're on that river bo- boat part. Yeah. And then we meet the Americans. And then. I also. Shit like, happens on that thing. It just keeps going and hitting you in the face. And this one, just, there's just too many down. I also like how the mummy in the in the nineteen ninety nine version gets like resurrected or has to like become whole by getting these things back. This one it's just like oh random security guard I'll suck the life force out of this guy and random security guard yeah the and original then, he had to like get some eyes and then yeah, yeah he, he had to like get that, his right? things back yeah yeah, um, yeah this one is just like yeah I mean after like five dudes that she enslaved I was like oh you, you look normal again yeah yeah you're back. Yeah, but need that dagger. Yep. I mean, need, need, need that dagger with, with the weird stone with in the it. the ruby in it. Yeah. Um, let's see. So, this is supposed to be part of the Dark Universe. Do we want more Dark Universe movies? I kind of do. Would you be interested in a sequel to The Mummy or another spinoff? Yeah, I would. At this point, I would. Yeah. I, 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 I liked enough of what I saw in The, in the Mummy to, yeah. to, to be willing to give the Dark Universe a shot. I liked... Well, Russell Crowe was doing. Yeah. Talking about making choices. I like that uh, Mr. Hyde didn't look very different, other than maybe some greenness, but uh, I like that his accent changed. It was super cool. And he kind of did like this Cockney yeah. accent, yep. and then, you know, when he was Mr. Hyde, and it was Dr. Jekyll, was a more sophisticated kind of guy. Um, that, yeah. was, that was well done. I'd like to see, I'd like to see some more interest in, you know, kind of, it sucks he didn't do well, that's kind of on them. Yeah, yeah, rough, rough start. Rough start. I, I hope it doesn't completely like yeah. derail the whole thing because I, I do want to see some more now. I want to see Har- Javier Bardem as Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, he's gonna do some choices. He's gonna, yeah, he is. He's gonna let you know he's a man struggling with the decision of good versus evil just by groaning. Yeah, and if anyone can groan, it's him. He's gonna have that coin from uh, old No Pitch for Old Men. <laughs> That's how he's gonna decide. <laughs> What to do? Um, what about a remake of the Mummy? So this is a movie they own. The Mummy's been around forever. People know the Mummy. Would you like to see them take maybe another shot at the Mummy? No, I don't think I. I'd like to see this thing carry on. Yeah. I don't think I want to reboot it again. Unless I'm... we go super super like old school and. Someone is literally wrapped in fucking toilet paper walking <laughs> around with their arms. Yeah. I would like to see, though, reading about the first mummy, and that I said it is a slight reboot, remake of the 1932 horror classic. Uh, but 1999 movie and this movie, they're not scary. They're not horror movies, they're not. but they're universal monsters. 
So maybe they Universal should maybe have like a smaller studio that has the IP, and they make legit horror movies with these with this. I'd like to see the Mummy meets the Descent. Boom, like a legit, oh, scary. You're in a you're in a pyramid, yeah, going through the different things, fucking spiders or beetles or whatever there, and then. Then you got your mummy. That could be good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Take a shot and just like, yeah, make it scary. Yeah. Break it down to its basis. Yeah. A horror movie. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So if they were going to do it, but I'd like to see him take some more shots, these action adventure movies. But yeah, if this doesn't work out, go make your dark universe, but just make it truly dark. Make, make a series of scary movies that are all tied together somehow. Conjuring's doing it with other Annabelles and The Nun. Those are all tied together. Oh, those are all tied in? Yeah. Tie in. <clears throat> They're all, like, Annabelle was in The Conjuring, and then they had, like, another Conjuring movie, or the Annabelle movie, and then The Nun was in that, and now they have The Nun movie, and I'm sure there's something in The Nun, that that's going to get its own oh, movie. Oh, man. Yeah. So, you know, they're doing it. You can do it too, Universal. Um, yeah. So, sequel, remake. So... I think uh, instead of Jake Johnson... I like Jake Johnson. Yeah. I think, uh... I think Jesse Plemons could own that role, though. Oh, Jesse Plemons... I, I can picture it too. Oh, Just yeah. doing. He would have crushed he's the ghost. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I'd like to see him. Yeah. He's the other premium rush. Oh, it, that's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. You want to talk about Joseph Gordon Levitt contemporary? Jesse Plevins. Jesse Plevins. Yeah. Yep. That's it. You nailed it. Oh, I'd like to see that. You nailed it. What's his like? What's his like bike messenger code name? Hmm. Man, if he's Wiley Coyote. Jesse Plemons is, uh, he's Tweety Bird. Because <laughs> yeah. he tweets. The Roadrunner? As, as he, uh, as, as he, he bites. tweets as he rides. He tweets. Live, he he live, live tweets his live deliveries. Tweets. Live tweets. Yep. The update, yeah. Yeah, I like it. Uh, so, 2017's Bummy, do we need it? No. It's kind of giving us this cool I, I, glimpse of a universe. I, I, I like I like what we I like what I saw into this dark verse, yeah. but I'm gonna say no, we didn't need it. Yeah, I I'm think gonna, I'm fine with what we had. The '99 Mummy is the better movie. Um, if you were like, hey, which Mummy movie should we watch? You get the '99 one doesn't seem outdated. I mean, it's great because they set it in the '20s. Um, see, I mean. The stuff happening in the Night Night movie looks better than Jake Johnson in the 2017 yes. movie. So, yes. yeah, you can't go wrong with Brendan Fraser. He's taller. He is more tall. charismatic. Rachel Weisz, she's great. They have the comedic relief in it with their brother. Yeah, can't go wrong with that. Movie. Yeah, you know what? And watch the Mummy Returns. Maybe, maybe check out the Mummy Three: Tomb of the Dragon, which I think is also on HBO. And I might dip into that. I so I had when I was looking at well, what I'm going to watch. Yeah. I ended up, I thought I had The Mummy on DVD. I didn't. Uh, I have The Mummy Returns, though. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to throw that in and watch it. So yeah. Then I might check out this, uh, it, it's got Brendan Fraser, the third one? third one has Brendan Fraser. I'm going to check it out, I think. And I think Jet Li is the uh, Dragon Tomb. I might I might need to check it out. Yeah. So. See some Tomb Raiding. Yeah. Maybe it's, Tomb time, Raiden. it's in uh, Asia, though. Asian Tombs. They got tombs. Yeah. So they got antiques and, they, and they bury their um sorcerers they just all, like they got all kinds of great stuff to steal. Yeah. From their tombs. So was he also a uh, he was like an archaeologist though, right? Brennan Fraser? Yeah. No, he was like a legionnaire. Oh, okay. Yeah. He just went and joined like the foreign legion. He to, just just Yeah. He was there for an advent he just wanted adventure. Adventure. Man. Where do I sign up? <laughs> yeah. If you have thoughts on the mummy, let us know. If you you have dark universe thoughts, where where does this all go? Who plays Dracula? That's gonna be the next big casting. You can get Bardemus Frankenstein's monster. You can get someone else as the werewolf. It's who you. It's who plays Dr- Dracula. I mean, that's. It's weird that they uh, started off with the mummy. It is not a bad call, but you just feel like the obvious is Dracula, but. Is Tr- Brent Stoker's Dracula that is that movie good? I don't remember much of it. I'm gonna say no. That's on Netflix right now. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I'm just gonna say no. Yeah, kind of is. Winona Ryder, right? Gary Oldman though. 
right. Yeah. I don't know. Actually, maybe that is good. Dracula Den loving it. Is that good? Leslie Nielsen as Dracula? That's fun. Yeah, that is good. That, that one's good. <laughs> um, yeah, although maybe, maybe good call to go with Mummy because there's so many vampires. So it's like, you know. That, yeah, that, the vampire realm is saturated. Only one. They're waiting for the true yeah. uh, true blood. Like, they're still waiting for that to just yeah. finally die out like that. Yeah. It's weird that there's not more mummy movies, huh? Everybody tries their hand. Like we it's did. A weird. It is a. Yeah. It's a weird. What do we? Oh, we did Team Wolf two. So they tried their hand at werewolves. Yeah. Tons of vampires. Vampires are everywhere. Yeah. Werewolves. Vampires are everywhere. Um. Yeah, but no one, no one dares touch a mummy. No. So. That's a hard one. It's it's, a it's weird, expensive. Weird. Yeah. It's expensive. You got to go to Egypt. It's the only place you can shoot it. You can't have the American mummy. Some backwoods swamp and. Florida, <laughs> some guy wrapped in toilet paper. That's the American mummy. I don't know. Uh, maybe that'll be my movie. <laughs> that'll be my movie for next week. The American Mummy, starring Jesse Plemons. He <laughs> was a trailer park pharaoh, buried alive. Uh, I'll do it this week. You, you know where to find us. Tweet all that stuff. Join the conversation about the mummy. I guess we'll be back next week with another movie. We'll discuss it. Till then, it's been uh, Don't Be That Guy, Guide to Sequel and Remix. Go rob some tombs. Raid some tombs. What the...